1: Let's do the right thing!
2: Hello and welcome to the podcast panel show that wants to do the right thing in any situation. For example, what is the correct way to leave a burning hotel or have sex at work? The answer to both is quickly and not in the lift. <laughs> I'm Danielle Ward, and with me trying to do the right thing today, on my left, a woman just pretty enough that if she were missing, it would be commercially viable for the tabloids to report on the search. <laughs> Margaret Smith. And with her, Thank fingers you. of a genius, surname of a serial killer, it's Jeremy Lim. <laughs> Woo! And on my right, it's not Michael Legg, because he's gone to Belfast by mistake. Instead, it's Howard Reed. Yay! And with him, bad play, bad musical, and now bad panel show appearance. It's Paul Litchfield. Yay! It's time for the first round: the importance of being right. <laughs> This round I give each team a scenario and they have to tell me the right thing to do according to some answers I found in Admiral Internet space trousers. <laughs> Margaret and Jeremy, it's your scenario first. You've just escaped from a live dramatisation of Fifty Shades of Grey. It wasn't anywhere near as sexy as you'd imagined, and everyone spoke like they were insane. On the, way home, on the way home, you both need a bit of cheering up, so pull into a paint-your-own-mug place. You love those places. However, the owner has left the lid off her tarantula tank, and before long, you've got a hairy beast poking its way up your leg. But according to the worst-case scenario handbook, what is the best way to deal with a tarantula on your leg?
3: Um, aren't you supposed to look it in the eye and sort of try and make them feel at ease, uh, and then... Make the spider take their, the take their rucksack off. No, that's terrorists. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's important for it to know that you're screaming with it, not at it.
4: Where is the tarantula?
3: It's on, on your
2: leg. leg.
4: Is it sort of going up or down, do we know? Oh, Or it's going up? Definitely going up. Oh, in which case, what you do is you <laughs> pretend... Uh, you sit around a dinner table like in a carry-on film. And then, <laughs> and then think you're being felt up by anyone sat around you. <laughs>
5: You see, Jeremy here is accurately quoting Carrying Out the Jungle. We are in a paint your own mug shop, which is mainly frequented by children, though.
6: Oh, I see. Does yeah. that complicate things
5: at all? Yeah, definitely... I think what you do is you lay very still, turn on Netflix, if you have it, uh, and uh, you watch the fly. Because spiders, of course, like flies. But what no, you do Jeff is you, uh, you have the volume down very low, and the spider will naturally approach the television going, I can't
4: hear a thing.
2: <laughs> and then lamp it
7: yeah. with a lamp
2: very good answer. no yeah, I think that's
4: pretty feasible. Could you dance a tarantella? <laughs> <laughs> and it would flick off naturally. No? Alright.
2: Are you scared of creepy crawlies? How would you live in a country that had scorpions and poisonous spiders as part of a way of life?
4: When you
6: say as part of a way of life, is that the diet or you have to sleep on them? or <laughs> so I used to, I, as a teenager, I had pet snakes. Really? Uh, uh, yes, yeah, not big dangerous ones, but red-sided <laughs> garter snakes. Uh, my wife has a massive, massive phobia of snakes. Yeah. I don't have one anymore,
5: but I've tattooed my penis. <laughs> <laughs> my cousin Andrew works on a poultry farm in Kent, but that's by the by. But he has a snake, and uh, it's a proper boa constrictor. And he went to sleep, and it came out of its. Uh, it's, it's not box, is it? It's cage. Hi. The very. Came out of its bungalow. The very. And it started to digest his wrist. Yeah. Digest his wrist. No, it's not just constricting. Common misconception. No, no, but if you to digest it, you'd have to get... Oh, all no, Their stomach starts behind
2: the eyes. So what, has he got oh, no, no,
5: Just right behind the eyes is officially the... St- that is why <laughs> snakes never put on weight. Because... Exactly. <laughs> all, anyway, he all had so to good. snap its head off.
1: Oh, my God.
5: And it was his own pet. He wasn't happy about it, but he had to do it. But he had a lovely bangle. After he did. yes. <laughs> <laughs>
6: I was bitten by my Pets snake called Griff, named after Griff Rhys-Jones. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and because they, they, they can't spit things out because their teeth only go one way. You just stuck on my like, fingers going... Ah, like that. doesn't really work on a podcast. I'll try this. Ah. And I had to flick him off. That isn't... Uh, euphemism for... Wank. It's very hard to wank off a snake.
3: <laughs> no, they don't have clitorises.
4: You wank the whole snake. Oh, no. Snake. <laughs> <laughs> this Wanked was a hoist. snake. snake
2: be weird <laughs> Malcolm, what's the, uh, what's the um, most exotic animal you've ever talked of <laughs> <laughs> this is
3: not what I was expecting from this no? evening I'm no. oh, yeah.
2: shall I uh, simplify the question Yeah. Oh, yeah. do yes, tarantulas please. have fatal bites
5: oh. uh, they... not many no most of them it's no more painful than a bee sting I believe
2: is that correct, Ben?
5: Well, Paul
7: is correct, but also I think Jeremy was earlier, actually. Oh, ooh, um, well, the carry on film. No, the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, the, uh, no, the dance Carry On, on
1: tarantula.
7: The arachnophobia. Uh, what did I say? The classic uh, of the dance well, in the
3: tarantula.
7: I, I, I will get there. Um, the vast majority of tarantulas do not have paper bites, so point to Paul. However, their bites can cause dangerous allergic reactions in some individuals and can be extremely painful. If swelling or pain persists for longer than 12 hours or more serious symptoms develop, seek medical attention. Watch closely for complications. Blah, 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 um, well, very sorry, Ray, You have been bitten by a tarantula.
5: Ben, I didn't realise you were going to go full-on
7: Latin with us there. <laughs> <laughs> um, find something you can use to brush the tarantula off you. A rolled-up newspaper works well, um, oh, they say. Um, most tarantulas are very skittish, and as soon as you poke them, they will leave in great haste. If the tarantula cannot be brushed off, stand up carefully and bounce up and down gently. The tarantula should fall off or skitter away, I reckon the Tarantella is yeah. Yeah. similar to that. So point to each team. <laughs>
1: <Nice. Yeah. laughs>
2: Howard and Paul, here is your one. Sick of a life with no real meaning, you wake up one morning and decide to start your own vigilante movement. Howard puts up the posters while Paul gets the t-shirts made. You even have your own logo. It's going incredibly well. You've kicked loads of bad guys' ass and the streets feel much safer at night. Everyone is so impressed that Prince William, Prince of Persia, wants to meet you both (laughs) and bring his wife Kate something with him. Well, you can't serve him a bad cup of tea, can you? He'll think you're a total shitbag. So according to the Royal society of chemistry, what is the right way to make a perfect cup of tea?
4: Fuck the Royal
6: Society of chemistry. You put the tea bag in first with the sugar if you have sugar, put the water in, and then you add milk and then stir it until it's right hot. That is a crap. I don't care what a fucking queen says.
3: <laughs> <laughs> or the didn't even say th- that is how. Howard, um, you didn't even say whether the water was hot. No. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, have you ever been out for afternoon tea in a swanky hotel?
5: The Lanesborough's got a very nice tea room. It was designed by the same chap who did the tea room on the Titanic. So if you want to get an accurate idea of what one of the tea rooms looked like on the Titanic, go to the Lanesborough. And it's exactly the same.
3: Is it very oh. wet? Yeah. <laughs> so... I just think an it's an obsession with the Titanic. There were other nice boats.
6: But sank and everyone died. I <laughs> know
3: yeah. well, that's why everyone likes Do think, it. Like, but
6: that's weird.
2: In eighty years' time, we'll all be doing like Herald of Free yeah. Enterprise. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Too soon. <laughs>
2: I don't think we will. I
5: don't think we will. Oh, What's your anti-Titanic?
3: Hey, there's a weird sort of fetishisation of something that was—it was, was beautiful—but there were other ships that were beautiful that didn't. Sink can and you remember any
6: of the names of any something. of the other ships that didn't sink? And the kill, Mauritania. Oh, good. The
3: Fantasmagorica. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the um, Dawn Treader. The Phoenix. <laughs> No, I mean oh, I don't. Know, right. This wasn't a, an area I wanted to get into particularly. Oh. Um,
2: well, let, let's discuss tea, Tannic, shall we? Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, Fuck <Perfect. laughs> oh, you! I was waiting for you to finish to say that. I didn't even. Check it.
5: <laughs> I have a tea-based anecdote, and it's horrible.
2: Let's. A horrible that. tea-based anecdote.
5: <laughs> but I feel the need to share. The first job I ever had was working for Mother's Pride, and my job, because I was a tiny chap, was to crawl into the ovens. Uh, they, they were the size of football pitches, and it was too expensive to turn them off.
3: Paul, so did they you were grow just... up in the eighteenth century? <laughs> no, I grew up in Devon, which uh, I
5: believe yes, is close yes, enough. Same. Close enough. Um, mm. And uh, because there were such huge industrial ovens, they just open up the cooling tanks, and we crawl in and clean them. But anyway, that's by the by. My foreman one day, we're having a tea break, and he said to me, "Would you like a chocolate digestive with your tea?" And I went, uh, "Yeah, thank you." And he gave me a digestive, and I thought nothing of it. But he sort of looked at me in a coquettish way and said, would you like another chocolate digested with your tea? And I just went, um, yeah. And I was only about 13 and very scared of this strange man. And I just went, there's no chocolate on my digestives." And then he said, and I quote, the chocolate has melted off because of the heat of my knob. And then I left the job.
3: Did you report him, Paul? Is this your way of reporting? (laughs) Yeah, this is now my
5: way of reporting. (laughs) Did it
2: look like it was a digestive where the chocolate melted off? Do you know what? It sort of did.
5: It did look Uh, like a digestive... Yeah, Yeah, I know. That's the terrible Um, amendment to this,
4: so sorry. He must have have rolled it round to get... (laughs) (laughs) Unless it was so hot that just anything vaguely near it would melt. Uh, Oh, it's possible, yeah. Just fire. I can
5: understand a Cadbury's finger because you could align that with the shaft and get on (laughs) with your day. You'd have to rotate it then,
6: as a
2: course. Yeah. I thought your horrible story was going to be about someone dying in the oven. <laughs> <laughs> really. <laughs> really disappointing. So really disappointed
5: about
6: that. No, no one
5: died in our ovens.
2: Um, so, uh, which would you put in your cup first, the tea or the milk?
6: See, I'm, I'm using a tea bag. This is how common I'm being. I'm using yeah. a tea bag in a mug in my head. There's nothing I'm, wrong with the tea a
4: How much better can it Not, get? That's either way, wondering. I'd
5: put the tea in first if it was from a pot. Obviously, you've never a... tried my Fabergé tea. <laughs> <laughs> no, there it's was... tea first, then milk.
4: No, I think
3: that's just um, a weird etiquette thing. A lady on Woman's Hour said it didn't matter.
2: <laughs> Producer Ben, what are the actual answers?
3: <laughs> well, no one gets any points. Oh!
2: oh.
7: No. Okay, don't use previously boiled water because uh, that will have less dissolved oxygen in it, which will bring out the flavour. Um whisk it. Can You whisk it first. <laughs> <laughs> Whisky.
6: Pour it might.
7: There's some good weird tips in here. Whilst waiting for the water to boil, pre warm a ceramic teapot. To do this, pour in quarter of a cup of water and heat it in a microwave oven oh. on full power for one minute. What? Swilling, <sighs> swilling hot water in the pot is not good enough, apparently. Um, Who says? Place. One round of teaspoon of loose-leaf Assam tea per cup into the pot. Take the pot to the kettle as it boils. Pour water onto the leaves and stir. Leave it to brew for three minutes. Caffeine infusion is largely complete within the first minute. Oh, fuck off. Um, <laughs> a tea bag is
4: absolutely fine. How good can it fucking get It's tea, OK? Fucking tea. Mind you, instant coffee is disgusting. OK, final point
7: from these chemists. <laughs> Drink the tea at between 60 to 65 degrees centigrade to avoid
4: vulgar slurping. i'm back on board
2: (laughs) at the end of that round i think the scores are even
0: (laughs) as a person with a very deep voice i'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns but a deep voice doesn't sell b2b and advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell b2b either that's why if you're a b2b marketer you should use linkedin ads Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply.
6: Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash post. And
2: now it is time for Agony. to arbitrate over the problems of our audience like King Solomon or Jeremy Kyle by which I mean their advice will usually involve cutting a baby in half <laughs> that though, let's test them out with a real problem sent to a real agony aunt Margaret can you read this please
3: Dear Agni aunt, I gave birth to our firstborn, a girl, just four weeks ago. We chose to name her Clementina after my late mother. But now our best friends have also just given birth to a little girl and they decided to call her Clementina too. They say there's no ownership on names and it was her wife's great aunt's middle name and they like it. They virtually said like it or lump it. They knew how special this name was to me. Am I silly to feel so hurt? I wonder if you can tell by the tone in which I read that <laughs> whether I, I think she's Can I just point a point of so clarity? Sure.
6: Clementina 2. Is that...
3: <laughs> yeah, how's that
6: spelled? Is that, is that Roman numerals 2 or is that <laughs> t Clementina o? 2. M- Her middle name's The Reckoning.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
6: the sequel, baby. Paul,
2: no, what oh, advice would you offer? Them? I don't know. Um,
5: make the babies fight to the death.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
5: the winner keeps the name. So a, One yeah. of them could poetry, be called Clem. Oh, Clem's a nice name. For, for a farmer. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> or my a prime
4: da- minister. Uh. Oh. <laughs> Topical. <laughs> <laughs> like,
5: my dad had a friend at work called Frank Wiggy Wodget. <laughs> and he had a paper mache leg. So that's your advice to this lady? Yeah, that's my advice, yes. Look at my father's past.
4: My uh, mum's my got two brothers called Stephen. What? <laughs> <laughs> Because her mum forgot?
1: <laughs>
4: oh my god, that's ridiculous! Stephen, Paul, Anna, and Stephen.
3: <laughs> I actually got a, a letter from the council recently that said uh, you were visited on May the 24th by Sunday on a Banjo. <laughs> I'd remember that. A <laughs> man called Sunday on
6: Abandon
3: had come round to talk to me about my leaky roof. That's a Smiths dog, isn't it? That's but I did meet him. I did meet him. He was a very, very serious man. Uh, I never oh, yeah. would have... I wouldn't have knocked, yeah. his name. There was
4: a letter that came through my door addressed to someone called Cleopatrilla. <laughs> because <laughs> obviously Cleopatra is a bit ordinary, isn't it? You need to frill it up a bit. Also, I played at a wedding once uh, where the bride was called Scheherazade. Ooh. And she was getting married to someone whose surname was Sprunt. <laughs>
3: I, um, I've got a friend who worked at the uh, birth registry in, um, in the Deep South, and uh, she had a few good names. And um, But one of them, was, there was a pair of twins, a boy-girl and uh, a boy-girl. A boy and a girl, yeah. even. A, boy girl, like a pair boy of girl. twins. Boy girl. And girl. the dad was called Vernon, OK? So the boy was called Vernon. Guess what the girl was called? Vernona, do I hear? No? Anyone else? She-Vernon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is an awesome name, isn't it? And... <laughs> That's
4: amazing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Clementina is the name that we're yeah. discussing.
2: All right. Humphrey, <laughs> do you have children? I do. And how would you feel if one of your friends? See, we had this.
6: Uh, my oldest is called Samson. At his first nursery, when he was about two, there was another g- w- woman with a son called Samson, and she was really pissed off. She had exactly this sort of. Hey, you can't. There can't be. He's called Sam.
7: She she rechristened our son <gasps> Sam. Yeah.
6: Oh. You. Did you
2: rechristen her Prick? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then what's the actual answer?
7: The Agony Aunt says, What's in a name? Much more than we think. In the 70s, when dozens of my friends joined religious cults, I always got
4: confused... <laughs> <laughs> Do- <laughs> Do- dozens is at least 24.
7: <laughs> uh, I always got confused when jolly old Julia suddenly shipped up as Manjana or, goo- or goofy young Rodney reappeared as Vishnu. So... This was in The Independent. Um, (laughs) So your friends should be asked how they think Paula Yates would feel if a close friend called her own children Fifi Trixabel and Tiger Lily. I'm not sure she's bothered now. Well... (laughs) These friends really lack sensitivity and kindness. Perhaps you should go round to see them and ask with genuine puzzlement what dreadful thing you've done to make them hurt you so much. (laughs) What? This emotional blackmail may make them feel uncomfortable enough to reconsider their choice of name. Whatever the outcome, I can't see how your relationship will ever be without bitterness in the future. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant, thanks.
3: Well, I think I get a point there for answering the question. Yeah, Margaret definitely gets a point. One <laughs> big fat
2: boring yes!
3: <laughs> Now, earlier on, we asked
2: members of our audience if they had any problems. They'd like our panel to advise them on, and then dismiss them like the joke cause we all are. Uh, it's Lizzie <laughs> here. Lizzie with the boyfriend. Right, so Lizzie's, Lizzie's problem is Oh, are you the boyfriend? This is Lizzie's problem My boyfriend keeps walking around the house naked and washing his balls in the
3: sink without closing the door <laughs> <laughs> this, kitchen, Is it kitchen sink or bathroom sink? Bathroom Okay It's quite close to the kitchen though
2: <laughs> This is disturbing his housemates and their mums <laughs> <laughs> How can hey, moms. I stop him? So, Lizzie.
4: <laughs> so you live with some flatmates and the mum. Is that what it is?
2: No,
7: uh, I live with three flatmates and the mum's occasionally visit.
4: Oh, I see. And, you and you're still wandering around naked, washing your balls when they visit.
8: How old are you? I'm stuck in that kind of mid twenties bit. The 22s. stuck in <laughs> it.
4: <23. laughs> oh,
3: 20. oh the terrible twenty two.
4: <laughs> That'll sort itself out naturally.
3: You're 22, so I'm actually very pleased that you're washing your balls as often as you are, because it's quite Just his balls, though. Just his <laughs> yeah, yeah, balls. It's just the balls. What's the wrong with your
2: balls? They're the, the, they the worst offenders.
4: Do you get the balls out Lizzie? of the sack to do Lizzie, Lizzie is crying. Oh, Lizzie. <laughs> Why do you
2: not use a shower?
4: It's easy
8: to get fully unclothed. <laughs> well, I thought you were naked. Fully
6: though. unclothed
5: so you, you just walk around with you're your balls out you
3: <laughs> but you put on your clothes to wash your balls is that <laughs> <laughs> what's going on where do you
5: work do you have a job where do you work if so I cannot disclose huh? I cannot disclose what? he's what a spy is? so you're getting a lot of dust on your balls a lot of detritus <laughs> yeah. on your balls at your work which yeah. is why you need to clean them
7: with some
6: sort of special pouch that's got detergent and water in it that you could clamp around your balls, um, so it just whenever you felt the needed to wash, you could just have a little shimmy, and, uh, just a bit of splash.
2: There's a lot of potential
6: in that. Yeah, maybe we could go into business and try, and,
2: <laughs> try and market
6: that to the 22 somethings.
2: Lizzie, I'm quite
6: a lot older than you, though, so my mm-hmm. balls went, I need a bigger bag. <laughs>
3: suggest Lizzie is that you bring it up in some really embarrassing yeah. way um, yeah. <laughs> in front of a lot of people that neither of you know and that might sort of drop the hint
2: Flies. the only <laughs> advice I could give you is to go out with someone else <laughs> oh,
5: I'll just say best of luck with all your endeavours
2: <laughs> um, was there any advice from the panel that was particularly helpful Lizzie?
3: the ball washing system seemed quite good yes.
2: <laughs> points to Howard right. Uh, now it's time for Ask the Expert. Ask. Ask. Ask.
1: Ask. Ask.
2: Now in this round, our panel see just how poor their grasp of real life is, living in their media ivory towers. because <coughs> so they must try and guess what the right thing to do in a situation is, according to our expert special guest, who this week is Headmaster David White. Um, what sort of school do
6: you Good evening, in? Mr. Whitehead. Good <laughs> evening, everybody. What's the first um, ten? <laughs> um, uh, it's a primary school.
2: Are you a friendly, approachable headmaster, or are you one of those evil ones, like on the telly?
8: Uh, I like to think I'm friendly and
6: approachable. That's
2: very nice to know. Well, what the panel have to do is you get one minute to ask David a number of questions uh, to try and... Find out a little bit more about him, and then we will set a scenario, and you have to guess what he would do in that situation. So, uh, Margaret, would you like to start? With um, yes, I
3: would. Uh, how many children a week crack their head open at your school? Because because it used to happen really, really regularly at mine, and I, I fear it's a lost art.
8: It is, <laughs> uh, and that's because of health and safety, unfortunately. Uh, that ridiculous thing. Yeah. yeah, maybe a couple of years now. Not a couple of
2: years. Year.
3: Yeah, oh high, man, yeah.
2: Jeremy, do you have a question?
8: Do you think tickling should be reintroduced?
2: <laughs>
8: For certain lessons, yes. Yeah. Do you have one of those hats? <laughs> do you mean a mortar Yes, yes. Uh, yes. No, I don't. no. I'd love to have one.
3: And who do you think you are? <laughs>
8: Who do I think I am? Probably Mr Bronson from Grey's Hill, I think. Yeah. Has
6: anyone ever thrown a sausage on a fork at <laughs> <laughs> It's my lifetime's ambition to actually stay there.
5: Do you believe in capital punishment? <laughs> Straightforward <laughs> question. That's what no answer. Quick
8: I think it depends. No, no, I don't think. So you don't want to hit them. That's, That's corporal poor punishment, punishment poor <laughs> Capital punishment hanging
4: <laughs> To Hit them to death, you know. It depends how hard you Hit them to death. No, T- I don't, tickle I
8: don't, them to death. I don't agree with corporate
2: punishment either. <laughs> yeah. Well, now you know yeah. David as more than some Mrs. McCluskey wannabe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you can second guess what he'd do in some typical headmaster scenarios. Here is the first one. It is time for morning break. You are looking forward to a soft biscuit and a hard cup of tea.
1: <laughs> <laughs> as you walk
2: through the playground, you hear a young boy calling a group of girls and load of bombheads. You tell him off for bad language, but hold off on the poor grandma, that's Mr English's job. (laughs) And expect that to be an end of it, but as you turn to walk away, you hear him shout, whatever, you big four-eyed twat, what is the right thing to do in this situation? What do you think David would do in that situation?
3: I think he would um, flick him the Vs and say, I don't even wear specs, And mm
2: -hmm.
4: (laughs) I think... Based on his answers from earlier, he would say, "Danny Kendall, I shall see you in my office at 4 p.m."
2: Uh, Paul, what would you do in that situation? Or what do you think David would do?
5: I, yeah. I, I, don't know. I think he's a sly oed fox. Yeah. Mm. Uh, he licks his lips a lot, which a headmaster should never do. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, do you have a harvest festival? Uh, we do. Yes. Do you yeah. beat the children? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just,
2: I'm just no. <laughs> no. Do you have a problem with bad language at your school?
5: Not that I'm aware
8: of, but I'm sure that there is bad language in every school. Any head that says there's not, is lying,
6: quite frankly. Do you think the last on the last day of the school there should be a correct swearing lesson? The English I
7: mean, yes. teacher should say okay. <laughs> Well, that's sex
6: education, yeah, that's, that's what we do.
5: Sex education in a primary school? Really? Britain's gone bonkers. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. What, what do you tackle? Well, the basics. The basics. (laughs) Washing
8: your balls in the sink, that sort of thing.
5: They've got lower
8: sinks in schools, haven't they,
5: especially for (laughs) that? Because all we had at school, even when I was, all we had at school was self plant reproduction. This was always about (coughs) someone's stamen. I always thought I had a stamen.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, David, can you tell us what you would do in this situation?
8: Well, I think Margaret was hitting on saying, I, I do wear glasses normally, but I've got contacts in tonight, so it depends if I'm wearing glasses, because if I'm wearing glasses, then they're probably right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, so you uh, go by factory accurate
6: shots there.
8: it's low
3: self-esteem.
8: I would follow the school's discipline policy. And, beating. Um, would, um, I would probably get their parents in and, and have beat
6: a word with them.
3: <laughs> You're allowed to beat the parents, aren't you? Yeah, yeah beating the parents, surely,
6: it's fine. They're able to beat you back, though. That's the yeah. tricky yeah. thing about...
3: Yeah. It's, just, it's just fighting.
6: It's a minefield.
2: Um, well, let's move on to scenario number two, see if any of you do any better. It's the school trip to Paris. Yay! Kissing on the back of the bus, sneaking a naughty glass of wine, doing your wee-wees in public. It's every child's dream. You, however a head count after using the metro and realise that a boy has gone missing. Not one of the good ones, but you probably have to make an effort to find him anyway.
1: <laughs> after
2: a frantic half hour of searching the station, a amused Frenchman comes up to you with the boy and explains that they were on the train at the end of the line. Phew, he's safe. But he knows you lost him and might tell his parents. So what is the right thing to
3: do in this situation? What do you think David did in this situation?
6: One of those things from Men in Black.
3: <laughs> yeah.
6: Do they shoot like that?
3: I think you are overestimating the technology available to rural rural
2: headmasters. (laughs) (laughs) Could you
3: threaten
4: him with expulsion? But do you think that would put
2: off the little boy telling his parents?
6: Children are very suggestible, so you could just make out it was basically their fault. Yeah. Say, that was a stupid thing to do. You could have got in very big trouble. You could have got the school in big trouble. You've let yourself down. You've let the school down. You've let mankind down, down. I think
2: you're going down the line of saying to the little boy, if you tell your parents, I will kill them. <laughs> <laughs> it's just you, What, <laughs> um, Well, David, any of those answers, Mia? What you
8: um, not really, no. Um, <laughs> you'd have to be up front. Uh, you'd have to get the parents in and tell them because the child would go home and tell them anyway. You'd have to get to the bottom of why they sort of wandered off and... Uh,
2: Exactly. Why they wandered off not why because
6: uh, he's yeah. yeah. the right room yeah I think just go end of initiative test well done everybody
2: yeah. You're definitely through to the next round yeah. Here's the go. <laughs> was anybody close They weren't were they No not, not really Oh well
3: they're what? very sensible aren't they teachers
2: Well he has to be Someone might listen to What's it. the
5: craziest thing you've ever done to a child <laughs> <laughs> Within the syllabus <laughs> I think
8: the worst thing I've ever done was I left a child out in the rain for half an hour (laughs) Um, by no it wasn't as bad as that I was coming back from lunch and uh, it was was, uh, (laughs) not on that that day and uh, it came across a a very long playground to my my classroom and um, this child was messing about in the line and so I made him stand by the window of the mobile took the class in forgot to do the register first it was raining and about half an hour in, remembered to do the register and called his name and um, so he'd run no, the children, put their hand up and just said uh, no, he he Mr them. Whitehead, he's, um, he's outside and he was at the window grappling <laughs> onto the window, soaked so I just put him by the radiator for the rest of the afternoon and um, I did, actually I didn't tell his parents in that instance, so I just ah. I was
3: young, I was young Sack him, sack him, sack him No, that's the sort of thing
2: they'll
3: do Yeah, yeah. <laughs> formed an attachment
2: I am
6: um... <laughs> what if the child was part aspirin
1: <laughs> didn't
2: think of that did you
6: <laughs> uh, so did
2: but David um, is there anything you would like to plug while you're here
1: <laughs> <laughs>
5: look out for okay. next year's geography A yeah. level it's going to be amazing. <laughs> we'll have
8: a fake next year or something So. Yeah.
2: to the final round let's see what the scores are looking like producer Ben
7: both teams have two points
2: now we're going to do the wrong thing (laughs) to tell me what they think is the wrong thing to do in any given situation the wrongest answer will win you four pounds worth of used scratch cards (laughs) the round will end when producer Ben's horn goes off okay here goes you suspect your partner is having an affair what is the wrong thing to do
5: wash your balls (laughs) exhume the corpse of Michael Jackson
3: (laughs) (laughs) pretty wrong just ignore it all and hope it goes away. Yes. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> you have the power of attorney over Tom Cruise. What is the wrong thing to do?
6: Wedge him the Come on. Half an elephant. <laughs>
3: What's yes. That's the
2: wrong thing to do. During a family dinner you notice your mother-in-law has a blob of food on her face. What is the wrong thing to do? Divorce. Wedge
3: her <laughs>
2: <laughs>
5: have intense sex with her.
2: <laughs> and then jizz it off her face.
4: <laughs> From the inside out, <laughs>
2: discover that you can read people's minds from their smell, ah. what is the wrong thing to do? Ask
5: them to fart their PIN number.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Say, is that Chanel number five or are you thinking of buying a boat?
6: <laughs> are... Benny's thinking of ending the round.
2: Just like the life of someone with the Black Death who is stubbornly into homeopathy, that was all over too soon. <laughs> Do you spend what the final scores?
7: Well, one team have four and one team have five.
2: <gasps> but who?
1: The team
7: with five are Howard and Paul. Yeah!
2: <clears throat> well, well done, Howard and Paul. Thanks for listening to the show. Goodbye. Thank you.